Hey everybody, it's the R&B Show. And now, here are those two that are almost as funny as a Carrie Brecky tweet. It's Kari Brecky. Oh, Kari Brecky. Yeah, good, I like the line. Wait, wait, wait. You, you forgot. It's, wait, it's Kari Brecky. And here's Ricardo and Brett, but... Can you dig it? We got we to start over. Everything is, is disjointed right now. <laughs> it, it's crazy. Yeah, this whole the morning whole, has the whole been... thing was do mixed you, up. Do you find it ironic that I corrected uh, uh, Rosie on a name pronunciation when I'm the one who's usually uh, you're the one who's usually pretty bad at yeah, names. I'm, real, I'm very bad at pronouncing yeah. names. Uh, See, you're bad at pronouncing them. And ask Brett. I'm terrible at remembering. He is them. awful okay. at remembering names. If it wasn't I, for me, what would you do? I, you would forget yeah. every name that, that every person you've ever met. Every person fi- would just be called. Hey, hey, how's it going? <laughs> do you find that you have to look at your own license? Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Frozen. No, it's yeah, me. So. I can't tell you how many times uh, Rosie's like, uh, what's his name again? It's like, yeah, I got <laughs> it, I got it. I'm just gonna let you do the talk. Usually, I'm not real good at names either. I'm great at remembering faces, though. Okay. I can remember faces. But yeah, if you don't know who it is, you just go, hey going on hey how you doing hey buddy that's what i do (laughs) or if somebody's talking to you and you can't you can't quite hear them you just kind of smile and nod (laughs) yep one of those things yeah 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 Yeah, well we we know this so welcome to the r&b show uh episode number 20 of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports of the fox valley i'm your co-host ricardo arguello sitting alongside me is Brett Christofferson, we're both with USA Today Network Wisconsin. Also, don't forget about Jim Rosendick. Uh, that's the guy you heard at the beginning, our McLovin, uh, who's engineering and producing everything here for us on the only podcast, again, dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. we got a big show, Brett. We, uh, we have some interesting topics to talk about, uh, specifically involving basketball. We're going to talk. We're gonna first start with a little bit about the, uh, the rankings and that stuff in our area teams and how they're performing, some big games. We're then going to go to the Urban Rural Hoops discussion and uh, you and I both have some specific thoughts and perhaps in my case at least I know for sure maybe not so popular thoughts. Yeah you're a little fired up about it. Yeah a little fired up about it. Uh, We're gonna get to that in a little bit and then we're gonna it's it's basically all hoops this podcast because because January week is in full and it's in effect baby (laughs) and uh, this Wednesday we have uh, our roundtable featuring uh, Seymour Girls more about that in a little bit and then you're gonna give the load on what's happening on Saturday because that's a big big day for us a big day for Xavier for Kakana and for uh, for Spash as well, uh, they're welcoming those big uh, the, the teams from Minnesota. Yeah. The border battle. We're gonna need lots of water because there'll yes. be lots of talking. That's going right. On. So and uh, it, we tipped off January week last night. That's right with Appleton North, uh, Appleton West girls. We'll talk about yeah. that as well. So uh, let's get started, huh? And let's talk about that. Let's let, I guess let's first start with Appleton North, Appleton West girls. Appleton North uh, with the win over Appleton West. It took 13 three pointers. Uh, they they were, really had to shoot well, which. Dead eye from distance. Exactly, which was the exact opposite of what happened against uh, Appleton East in uh, Appleton North's first loss in a couple of years, I guess, in the conference. Uh, so it's good to see them come back and, 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 and to come out on fire and, and, and not just do it with Levy. It was uh, a couple of the other girls kind of stepping up uh, forward. I know Anna Locks had a, had a nice game, 5 17, yeah, 5 threes. Uh, so it, it, your impression of Appleton North, Brett? My impression, first of all, we need to start by saying congratulations to Appleton North senior Sidney oh, sure. Levy, Absolutely. who last night set the new career scoring mark uh, at Appleton North High School, breaking Emily Johnson's record. Of course, Emily Johnson went on to play at UW Green Bay, graduated in the early 2000s. So, congratulations to Sydney. She had 23 points last night. The, the funny thing about that was they stopped the game quickly. <laughs> Joe Russell right. gives her a, a commemorative basketball, and no sooner than that ball was in her hands, she Firing it right back <laughs> at her coach. She wanted nothing to do with it. Yeah. She wanted to get back to playing basketball. So 
uh, keeping it uh, on the team, but still a, a, an accomplishment uh, nonetheless. So congratulations to Sydney. Going to UW-Milwaukee, you're That's a right. I can't wait to follow her during her collegiate career, obviously, a Panther alum. Uh, but, Jay, what would you think of Appleton North? And we'll talk about Appleton West, too, because <coughs> there's some interesting, you know, uh, when you look at the roster, we'll mention that in a little bit. Uh, shooting shooting was key last night. Obviously, yeah. 13 threes, 10 in the first half. They were uh, on fire. Uh, just as impressive to me was how they iced the game or, or, or fended off uh, Appleton West at the free throw line. Right. 23 of 24 from the free throw line. I was in heaven watching <laughs> that <laughs> I know. because I am a huge yep. lover of the free throw. That's 23 free points they scored from the line. Nobody guarding you, 15 nope. feet. It's an easy shot. You knock them down, right? And how many times have we seen over the years teams that struggle from the line, mm -hmm. you put the game away just by knocking down your free throws. Now, 23 of 24 is exceptional i mean obviously but i'd like to see a team shooting the 80 percent uh range i don't think that's a big deal so i was very impressed with how they just stepped to the line kept knocking down shots and really withstood a pretty uh, good charge by appleton west i would imagine joe russell the coach uh, at north would say we got to shore up things defensively uh boy appleton west was bombing some some shots as well abby fortune oh she was tremendous uh, oh, christy fortune i'm sorry christy fortune i believe it was yeah uh, she had a big game what did she have 30 points Christy Fortune, 11 of 15 shooting, 6 of 9 from threes. Uh, pretty good for a sophomore. Uh, a young team from Appleton West. But uh, good bounce back for uh, for the Lightning after uh, losing to Appleton East uh, on Friday. And maybe this will kind of it, – it's it's January, right? It, it's You start to hit those lulls a little bit. Maybe you have a hiccup. Uh, best to do it now and then start to kind of recharge and, 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 and try to hit uh, your stride as you hit tournament time coming up. That's not too far away. A couple of weeks, uh, seeding meetings will take place, and here we go. But I think uh, Appleton North will, like you, make a deep run again. And, and I know you think they're still the team to beat. I in D1. still think they're the team, that st the team to beat in D1 because I look at the the field on the top of D1, and I don't see any team uh, outside of perhaps King that can knock them off when it comes to the post. And I think they'll elevate their game. These girls are battle tested. They know what they got to do. They know what they got to do to win the prize. And I'm not, and, in my opinion, Joe Russell will get them there. Uh, I did like how they came out and they forced turnovers right away. Uh, oh. I think six of the first seven possessions by Appleton West were turnovers. Now, some of those were mistakes by West, yes. you know, unforced turnovers. But I thought that they came out the proper way, especially when you're coming off a loss. And talking to Russell afterward, I think he was pleased with how his girls came out on fire, ready to go, and, and, and to get the big win. Now, for Appleton West, mm -hmm. I love Appleton West in terms of what they have in the youth coming up, Brad. They yes. have some amazing sophomores. How about Taylor Lauterbach? Lauterbach. And six five. We, you know, we mentioned Fortune. She's a sophomore. Yep. Six foot five Lauterbach. Now, I can't wait. Now, she's still a little bit of a project in that she can get more refined. Well, and, and even bulk up a little bit. And bulk even, up maybe a little bit more. But she's, she's young. A, she already played a, you know, a, a role in that game yesterday, Brett. You can't teach six five. Uh, as someone who's only 5'10". Uh, 5'11 on a good day. Uh, you can't teach 6'5", Brett. Right. And she has the height to really be a dominant force. She's only a sophomore. And I think talking with Coach Brown, he also admitted, yeah, we have something here with our younger players. You only have one senior on the roster. Yeah. All juniors, yeah, some key sophomores. This team is going to be just killer come t uh, next season. Uh, and they're already starting to kind of turn it around. You know, Coach Brown said, you know, we took our lumps kind of early. We're now starting to kind of – put things together. I think you saw that in their, their game and their loss actually against North. I got the stats here. Lauterbach, eight points, three boards. Uh, Sydney Gale had a nice game, nine uh, points, three rebounds. We mentioned Christy Fortune with 30 points and six threes. Uh, Jamie Winstead came out and had eight points, three boards, three assists. So that's uh, that's doing some good stuff in, in a rugged league like the FEA. And what 
Uh, we mentioned on the stream last night what I said with Lauterbach, with 6-5. I was very impressed with, with her youth, how she kept the ball high. Yeah, that's good. That's tough right. to teach with these bigs because yes, a lot of times for, they always have that tendency to want to bring it down. Where little guards can just knock it out of the right. way. You know? She gets the rebound and she keeps it high, and uh, she did some good things. She's going to be a fun player to watch. This is going to be a fun team to watch. It's going to be a fun league to watch because there's a lot of good sophomores and a lot of good bigs. You know, throughout the FBA and girls basketball. Kimberly's got some. Yeah, Kimberly's uh, got Maddie Schreiber and Hoyles McGlone. I mean, this is going to be fun to watch. I'm actually looking very much looking forward. I think the FBA is going to be very competitive in the next couple seasons, uh, at least with, in terms of, of, of players in the paint. Brett, real quick, over to, to the to, – well, actually, one more thing on the girls' side, mm -hmm. and we'll talk about this more in a little bit. Seymour, big win over Hortonville. So we'll Close talk game. about that later tonight as we have the Seymour girls uh, in Haley Oski and Jenna Krause. And uh, switching over to boys real quick, O'Connor, big win over Kimberly. Uh, so now it's them and Oshkosh North, Brett, atop the FBA. Uh, I was impressed. Were you impressed? Did you like what you saw from Kokona? Absolutely. Uh, we talked about it last week, too. I think it's a team now that's hitting a stride, and they're really playing good basketball, really starting to gel together, and they're, they're a dangerous team. They were already, but they seem even more dangerous, and it almost seems like a team that's on a mission. I think Jordan McCabe uh, wants to go out on, 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 a, on a high note and end uh, what has been a spectacular career, a 2,000-point career. But you got to obviously the, the sensational play of him at point guard, and you got Dylan, Dylan Curry. Dylan Curry, big game. The best game I've seen him play in his career at uh, Kakana High School. He had uh, he he was unstoppable. Twenty five points, twenty five points. Could inside outside game. He was stepping out, hitting threes, or, or knocking down uh, shots from distance, but also doing stuff inside as well. So I really liked uh, I, I like the the bench play. I like some of these young kids that are coming up for Mike Shallow. So they've got some depth there. And uh, they're going to be a tough out in that Division Two field, without a Absolutely. doubt. Absolutely. You know, Kimberly kind of has had a little bit of a tough stretch here. Now, I, I, they're good. I have faith in Lucky Words. He's so going to get I. that team turned around. He just happened to play, you know, Oshkosh North. Uh, I'm sorry, he played. Uh, he had a loss against, uh, was it Oshkosh West, I believe, yes. uh, which we had talked about last week. And then, obviously, the tough loss of Kakana. They're going to be just fine, folks. They don't, write, don't write off Kimberly <laughs> no. just yet. They're going to be just fine come the postseason. I fully intend, I fully expect that Kimberly will, will be playing Oshkosh North in the sectional championship over at Marshfield High School. I am – well, I won't put my, my – I'm not going to put my house yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But I, I'm, I'm very – I'm feeling very good because I think this is one of the best teams Lucky's had at Kimberly. Uh, they've got the mix, too. Alec Rosner. Yeah. Not Big enough game. has been said How about Alec. How is that What did he have, like 32? 32 points. And uh, really put on a show himself. Yes, he did. A fantastic yeah. player. A kid that can step out and hit threes. But a kid who does some stuff like the uh, the dribble drive along the baseline, he's got a quick first step and uh, can create shots, create his own space uh, off the bounce. And I really like their bigs as well. They've got DeVolk, you've got Tanner Johnson, you've got Levi Ninehouse-Borchard, who is a yep. rebounding machine. Uh, you've got um, Maxwell Dorn, who, who does good things from the guard spot. Don't you forget about Little Buchanan. Jake Buchanan, who's a spark plug. So he's got a lot of pieces, lucky words, to, to, to work with and, we're going to be streaming the game, uh, the Kimberly at Oshkosh North game next Friday. That's February yes. 2nd. We're yep. going to be going down to Oshkosh North. I just got the okay uh, from Craig Leader, the AD okay. at Old North. Still working on that uh, Kakana that's Oshkosh right. North game. I'm not sure if we can pull that one off right. down there, but uh, that's going to be a big one as well because Kimberly's going to need a, a big bounce-back win, and it could be setting the stage for what uh, could be round three in March uh, of those, if those two teams do advance to the sectional championship game. Well, good stuff. You know, I want to switch quickly over, though, to the Urban Rural Hoops discussion, a, a great piece done by Tom Dombeck, our friend over there, Sheboygan, Manitowoc, Manitowoc area, on, the, on that Urban Rural proposal, uh, really centered around Division Four and Division Five hoops uh, in the state. Um, 
I have some very pointed comments on this, but uh, we were quick the background. Basically, they're <coughs> going to adjust uh, in terms of moving up some of those uh, private league ski, uh, school oh, teams, okay. and, I, and I think there was a, a list of the teams uh, towards the bottom of yes, the, uh, uh, the, the online version of the teams that are going to be in there. And, uh, you know, some of the teams there, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say here, Brett, some of them are, I don't know how good they are at basketball. Well, <laughs> let's just take truth. a look at a school right by us, St. Mary Catholic, going D4 to D3. Wow. That's tough. That is tough. 242 uh, student enrollment. Uh, they're going to try to play teams like Freedom and Xavier, and Little Shoot, Wrightstown uh, around here. <laughs> Good luck to the Zephyrs with that. That, that. That's a tough task. Yeah, and uh, in but my this, this whole thing is so complicated. It, too. It's not just so. It's, it's not so complicated. Uh, it is complicated, but it's it is based on this. In my opinion, this underlying theme: our teams aren't winning enough, and that's what it comes down to. <coughs> These rural schools. And they're not even, I don't even think technically they're in our area. I think they're from another part of the state. They're getting sick of watching uh, uh, Division Four, Division Five, and boys and girls basketball being won by urban schools. And that's what it comes down to. They're playing the victim here. It, it, to me, it's, it's a little bit, of a, it's a little bit uh, similar to what uh, you kind of see uh, where folks are real quick to play the victim. This is what these rural schools are doing. You can't win on the court. So you, you, can't, you feel like your kids are doing the right way. These kids aren't doing it the right way. Let's go after them. Let's take those titles away from them and let's just have our own titles. We'll do it and we'll, we'll move the, the field goals, as it were, to use an analogy, until we get the amount of championships that we feel we should have. That's what this is all about. Those, the urban kids, they're winning too much. We got to stop that. We got our country kids here. We got to win some more. That's what it's all about. And, that's, right. and that, to me, that is, I know this because I've seen it firsthand. That's how they feel. That's how they think. And to me, I don't think this is going to pass because I don't think there's enough of that movement that's swelling underneath to get this to go over. I feel those they put administrators, the parents, and the, some of the fans perhaps, the more vocal ones, they put the administrators in bad positions because they have to go to the WIA as part of their job and discuss this. The WIA then has to go and you know, put out a proposal or whatnot. And then I thought it was a very telling comment by uh, the head of the Board of Control, uh, who's from Stratford, by the way, a very tiny school in, in rural Wisconsin up north, that uh, you know, basically Tom asked him, well, how do you know when this has been successful? You know, what, 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 what are you going to use as evidence? And he be, I thought it was a very telling comment. Do you have it here, Brett? Uh, what, what he had, it was something to the effect of uh, we don't know what it will be. You, here it is. Uh, you got um, it. Oh, I thought I had it here. The, basically, they're saying that there's no data. It's a numbers game, but there's no real data in how they're kind of doing this. And uh, this... The Stratford, uh, I want to believe it's an AD or an official who's now the Board of Control president, you know, he basically said, well, we don't know if it's going to work, you know, but how will you know? Well, it's just something, we'll, we'll, we'll see it. We'll see it when it happens. What does that mean? That's so cryptic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you know if it's, uh, you know what I mean? Like, wh wh what's it going to determine? Is it, is it when rural schools win a certain amount of titles in a yeah, row? Yeah. Then, then it's okay? I don't know. It, it, to me, I find, I find it to be a little bit of playing the victim and trying to change things around rules of the game so that it fit, fits you best. And I don't think that's the right way to go about it. Especially when some of these schools are going <laughs> to get hurt. As you mentioned, uh, St. Mary, Mary Catholic is one so of just them. Just an example of a nearby school. But this feels like such a, a knee-jerk reaction to what we've seen recently in Division Four with the, the dominance of Dominican winning, what was it, five straight titles? Yes. And then last year, I think Destiny, Milwaukee Destiny, uh, won it in D4. Um, obviously, I, I think that's a bit of an anomaly. I mean, the the amount of talent that the Dominican had, especially with um, Diamond Stone and then uh, Antetokounmpo, Costas yes. Antetokounmpo, Giannis's brother down there. Um, 
I don't know. It, it just it's I, I don't I don't like the plan. I don't think it's necessary. In fact, we talked about instead of having five divisions of basketball, let's go back down to D. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Four divisions. There's there's too many divisions in all of these sports. We talked about football having seven divisions. That's a flat out joke. And so is having five divisions in basketball. You don't need that many divisions. Wisconsin isn't that big of a state where you have to have so many uh, divisions and have so many state champions. Uh, the nuts and bolts here in the story, though, uh, for those that are not quite clear of what this is, and I'm going to read what Tom wrote here. The WIAA used U.S. Census information to determine which schools would be moved up a division. That data divided schools into four categories, city, suburb, town, and rural. Schools in divisions four and five with a classification of city or suburb would move up one division from their base enrollment, while those with town or rural status would stay the same. Now, there was a great uh, comment here, and I think it was, was it, yeah, the Howard's Grove yes. Athletic Director, Dave Schmid, his school, I think, is a D4 school right now, but it is considered subur sub a suburban school because it's near Sheboygan. Sheboygan. Right. Anybody who's been through Howard's Grove, as I have, mm -hmm. numerous occasions, actually, it's a kind of a pretty drive-through there when, y when you go to Sheboygan. Uh, I think that's Highway 57, I want to say, but whatever. Um, it's rural, all right? They're not, like, pinched against Sheboygan. Yeah, it's it's an easy drive to get to Sheboygan, but as he said, we're kind of, look around here. We're, there's farm fields. There's corn fields. So you're going to take a Howard's Grove, and you're going to bump them up a division <laughs> yeah. where he said, I'd rather play Dominican than go and have to play a team like Brown Deer. Right. I mean, it just doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense. And that takes me to the next t uh, part about this is um, the, the the accusations constantly against the private schools. That they recruit. They do recruit. Yes, they have to. They have to because right. it, you have to pay tuition to go there. Right. So they do recruit students. When my kids were coming through middle school around here, yeah, there was a, a – a, a school, a private school here that sent literature saying, here's what our school has to offer. Here's this, here's that. But remember this, Gene Strews, the longtime Fox Valley Lutheran athletic director, now retired, he said uh, years ago when this topic came up, the biggest thing that we uh, have, I guess, going against us as far as recruiting is here's your price tag. Yeah. And that turns a lot of people away because tuition, it ain't cheap to try to, to, to send a kid to a private school. And don't tell me for a second with the open enrollment that you now see at the public school level <laughs> that there is not recruiting going on as well. So there's recruiting going on everywhere. I think, I think so that's a bad argument. And I it think happens at the fifth grade Listen, level. I think, <laughs> I think a lot of people blur the line between recruiting and college and what they're seeing at the high school level. I think they're picturing, you know, uh, officials from whatever uh, Catholic school or whatever, whatever uh, private school you have going to a home and talking to the kid and trying to pull him in. Where it more, more often than not, and I want to say, say it's probably uh, most of the time, actually, is they're just getting literature in the mail. Yeah. You know, that is, that is their recruiting. Or they'll have, like, booths set up somewhere or whatever, an open house or something like that. That's not, I mean, that's recruiting, yes, but that's, that's not exactly the recruiting that you're thinking of no. at the collegiate level where coaches are going to students' houses and that stuff like that. That's not what, what their recruiting is. Come on, man. No, they, they have to put out what, what their school offers because they are a private school, right. a, a religious school. My kids came up K through uh, 8. They went to a private school in, in the community we lived in, uh, live in a relig you know, religious-based school. So, we, for a sec. so, of course, we got uh, literature from schools saying, high schools saying, hey, you know, this is what we got. This is what." Well, that's what they have to do. They have to try to 
enroll students. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just the, the name of the game. So uh, I'm not naive to, to not think that there aren't schools who recognize an athlete uh, that, that are trying to, to, to get the pull, uh, to try to pull them in. But don't tell me again for a second that there isn't the same thing going on at the public school level, that, well, uh, that's not, especially with open enrollment. Well, they, 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 uh, they got quotes from uh, Mr. Adam Bates over there at St. Mary Catholic. He's doing a fine job over there uh, as their athletics director. And it's this winch that's, uh, who, who's, over, who's from Stratford and now the Board of Control president, I want to say, or who's or, or, or the top guy. Uh, when asked, and I thought this was a very interesting paragraph here, Brett. When asked how the WIA would determine whether the rural urban plan, if passed, was a success after two years, because it's supposed to be a two-year kind of yeah. experimental thing, he said, I don't know how you determine that. Sometimes you know something is a success when you see it. What kind of quote is that? <coughs> you're, the, you're the president of the, of the, of <laughs> of the board of control. Not, not a whole lot of hard facts or no. data to, to back we'll up the argument. We'll just know. We'll just know. And again, that leads me back to my thing. Well, once we get a – it's almost like let's just give everyone a participation trophy now. Let's just make ten divisions and just have their own division for the little rural schools and let them win all the titles that they want because this is basically what it comes down to. Life's not fair. Sports in many ways is a microcosm of life. It's not fair, Brett. You think it's these, these teams that are losing to Dominican. It's not fair, and it hurts. Your kids are working hard. These kids are just better than your kids. You have to face the fact. Do you think, let me give you an example here. Do you think Milwaukee, Riverside, Goldemeyer likes coming up here to Kimberly and getting their butts whipped in football 76 to nothing? It's not fair. Kimberly has the big facility. They have all, you know, all the groundwork laid in. Have you ever been to Riverside? I have been because it's down over by UW-Milwaukee. It's the closest actual high school to UW-Milwaukee besides Shorewood. Uh, they have nothing like that. They have nothing like what Kimberly has, what, what nothing like, <coughs> like many Division Two, maybe even Division Three teams have. Do you think that's fair in terms of socioeconomic? <laughs> you, know, I mean, you can go a whole little different ways with this. Life is not fair, okay? You're going to lose, okay, sometimes. You can't go changing, you know, uh, goalposts all around just to make it best fit what, what you want to have for your team to have the most success. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous that it's come to this point and this is not going to pass i have a, i have a I'm, I'm i'm very very positive that this is not going to pass i think people see it in that way that first off i don't think it solves this problem that i don't even know if it exists or not but they also found that it's a flawed uh, flawed proposal as well well you look at some of these schools winnebago, winnebago lutheran would go up to d3 eau claire regis would go up to d3 uh, racine lutheran i mean kohler would go up to d3 uh, based on this uh, proposal. It's just uh, I think there's too much overthinking going on, and and like we said earlier, there's there's too many divisions, way too many divisions for a state uh, of of our size. And the recruiting thing is is a joke in my. I don't want to hear about recruiting. Maybe maybe the public schools would have an argument if there wasn't open enrollment, right. like when we grew up, like when I grew up in Stevens Point, you went to Spash, you didn't uh, you didn't go to Amherst, you didn't go to Rosholt. You went to Spash because you lived in Stevens Point unless you wanted to go to Pacelli. Right. Now, if I lived in Stevens Point, I could open enroll in Amherst, or I could open enroll in Rochelle, or I could drive up to Wausau, I could go to Wisconsin Rapids, whatever. So don't tell me that the, about, about the, the unfair uh, benefits that these public or private schools have in recruiting because and it's going on all over the place. And not just that, if these private schools are recruiting, like they <laughs> say, at the level that they are, how come they're not getting any bigger? St. Mary yep. Springs is still tiny, and they had trouble. I remember St. when Mary I worked Catholic in Fond du Lac. Yeah, uh, they had troubles just getting enough people to go to their school. And you think they're going to take time to go and recruit, you know, football players for that specific <laughs> reason? I mean, come on, they're, they're they're struggling just. And by the way, the St. Mary Springs, I I remember this vividly. Going to their weight room. This is Coach Highland now. Their weight room was literally in hallways. Okay, <laughs> that's the kind of uh, <laughs> uh, lack of resources that they had, but they still got it done. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's to my point. If you're a football player and you want to go to Fond du Lac or Springs, 
you go to Fond du Lac and you see the nice new school that they have, why are you going to go to Springs? You know what I mean? I just don't, I don't buy into the fact. A lot of folks just want to use excuses uh, to kind of cover the fact that your team isn't good enough and it's not winning state championship. Victimhood, you look for any reason to make yourself feel better, and an easy way to do it is to point at the urban schools and say, you're winning too much, you must be doing it the wrong way while we're doing it the right way that's an interesting topic and it was really again a good article by tom dombeck those watching you can look at it at postcrescent.com it is uh one of the top stories on our site right now actually uh the top story uh, along the side rail there so click on it read it and uh, form your own opinion and, and we'll see what happens with it but yeah i think it's unnecessary and another wia uh, issue that uh seems to have ignited some yeah some passion I'm sure we're going to talk about this next week and in the following weeks as uh, this kind of comes to a head because I know the voting, like you said, takes place at the end of the month. So with that in mind, let's keep it on basketball, switch a little bit over and get me uh, not so hot and agitated here, Brett. Uh, January week. You can't say that. Say it again. January. (laughs) January week. January. January. It's no different than January. Just say January. 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 Did I say that right? That, that was close. January. No. <laughs> you're going, you're <laughs> <laughs> How do you? <laughs> Me fail English? That's yeah. impossible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, that week that you just talked about. That's, uh, that's right now. Yeah, trio of uh, games upcoming on Saturday because we had our first game uh, this, uh, yeah, actually yesterday, like you, as we all know, Appleton West Oscar, or actually Appleton West, Appleton North girls basketball. Three big ones on Saturday, Brett. What's up? Yeah, that's the border battle. Wisconsin versus Minnesota, the Wisconsin basketball yearbook border battle. We're going to stream three games on Saturday. I don't think we've ever streamed three games in a no. day. Road. We've done two. Done two. You and I have done that uh, yep. the last two years where yeah. they, we do the uh, what sectional finals for the girls and then yep. a regional final for, for, for the, the boys. For the boys, yeah. Which is fun. That's always a good time. Especially when we go up to Green Bay and you, we, you, we go to Gippers and have exactly. a burger and stuff afterwards. Yep. And, you yep. know, but whatever. See, that's another good place, too. You know, so it always places. revolves around food. But, oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. But Saturday we're going to be at uh, Stevens Point Area Senior High. Get it right. It is There's no such thing as Stevens Point High School, by the way. <laughs> another pet peeve. It doesn't exist. Yeah, that's right. What exists is Stevens Point Area Senior High, hence the acronym SPASH. Okay? Get it right, people. My alma mater, by the way. But... Uh, Three games from the border battle. We're going to tip things off 2.45 p.m. as Kakana, number one in D2, takes on Minneapolis North. And then right after that, the top-ranked team in the state in Division Three, those Xavier Hawks, who have five players averaging in double figures, which is incredible. At 4.15, they're going to take on Minnetonka, Minnesota. And then uh, the nightcap, uh, the final game of the evening, a 7.30 tip time spash. And that red-hot Drew Blair right now, he is lighting it up big time. They're going to take on Minnehaha Academy. Mm. Three streams, three really good teams from Minnesota, yeah. taking on three really good teams from Wisconsin. Cannot wait to, to check that out. And hoping uh, at one of those games that maybe we can get Mark Miller on as a halftime guest and uh, talk some basketball. Obviously, Spash, we all know that Joey Hauser is no longer uh, enrolled in Stevens Point Area Senior High. He is now a at proud Marquette. member of Marquette Nation. But uh, it's too bad that Spash doesn't have Big Joey. But uh, I mentioned Drew Blair. Uh, 59-56 victory for Spash last night over Marshfield. Drew Blair had 44 of those 59 points. Only three players Dang. scored from Spash. Drew Blair is putting up some big-time numbers this season. Hey, that's fine against the Marshfields of the world. Easy but, now. Uh, <laughs> whole season come, you're going to get he, a rude he lit it up. He lit it up. He lit it up against Oshkosh North last year in the sectional final. Yes, yeah, Joey Hauser yeah. sitting there. Joey Hauser's not Doesn't there matter. anymore. No. I don't think that's going to be the same case. But that's, well, a, that's another discussion for another day. But, no, three good games. Yeah. Can't wait to get down there. 
and, and, and cover those. So, yeah, I'm excited. And uh, another big game that Saturday, Brett, that we're not covering, but our friend Mark Stewart is. Girl side. Journal Sentinel. Uh, Milwaukee King versus Appleton North at Wisconsin Lutheran College. The game was so big they had to move it to Wisconsin Lutheran College. So be, please pay attention for that score, too, coming over late online. Uh, we're actually going to be running Mark's uh, his thoughts, his five takeaways from that game. That so w- that we didn't have it completely covered. Well, that would have been a game we probably would have considered streaming yeah. had we not had the right. border battle going yeah. on with three uh, showcase games Definitely. involving Wisconsin schools all in our market as well. But the, the, the whole idea behind January week is just to kind of break up the monotony of this month. It can be a long month and showcase some of the great talent we have uh, in, the, in the region yeah. and in the state in our markets and uh, try to give a little love to the girls and the boys side. And uh, that's why we wanted to we hadn't had a chance to, to take a look at Appleton North, uh, the yeah. girls' side, the defending yeah. state champs, ranked number two in the state right now, so it was fun to check them out against a really nice up-and-coming team in Appleton West. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to profile the Seymour girls' basketball team. They are ranked, what, third, I want to say, in Division Two right now on the girls' side. They're 14-1, and one, coming off a big uh, victory last night against Hortonville, so it's going to be fun to see Haley Oski, who's going to UW-Green Bay. I think Jenna Krause is going somewhere She is going well. high, too. I can't remember her offhand, though. And then, yeah, then we uh, put a bow on it with three fun games uh, over at uh, Stevens Point. And maybe we'll treat ourselves to a little dinner afterwards. No, we will. It it all depends, I did do some research on this subject, uh, and I found out (laughs) Bills is open till midnight. (laughs) Research is what he calls it. Uh, Good one there, Rosie. Either way, dude, we're gonna we'd call them up and say, "Listen, you got to keep the doors open for for this trio. We're gonna come in there exactly. and uh, have some food." But that's what five uh, basketball related streams with the game last night, round table tonight, and then three basketball games on Saturday. That's a lot of live stream action. So uh, it's always fun to check these uh, these these teams out. And as I mentioned, we're gonna see Kimberly Oshkosh North in next Friday, February second, uh, down at Oshkosh North High School. Good that's stuff. A big, those will be state ranked teams in Division One going mm-hmm. at it. Things are heating up. Yeah, yeah. It's not too. As I said, the the girls' side, they're not far away from setting, yes. up, the, setting up the brackets. And, yeah, four and more and weeks, basically. Not even less than less that. Than I think that. three weeks. Three weeks. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a. And, and you said you know January is a long month. Actually, it went by pretty quick in my <coughs> Thank opinion. Thank God it did. <laughs> yeah, it right? did. And then this <laughs> week makes it go even faster. So can't wait. Please uh, tune into postcrescent.com and also on Facebook as well, facebook.com/postcrescent. Hey, you know, on uh, Roundtable, you always give shout-outs. Yeah. Uh, you c- can I just do an early shout-out? Yeah. I want to give an early shout-out to Mother Nature because <laughs> oh. we just narrowly missed a very big yes, snowstorm. Yeah. Yes, My yes, son lives did. in the Twin Cities, and they got socked Buried, pretty yeah. good. We got nothing. There's a lot no. of grass. And did you see the forecast for this weekend? It's almost be 50 degrees on Friday. <laughs> Are you wearing shorts? I might. Okay. Going sleeveless. There so you go. I want to thank Mother Nature for what has been a pretty tame January, and I can only hope and pray that it's the same in February. I yeah. just want to get through winter and get back to sunny skies. Hey, by the way. The days are getting longer. The light they is are. staying out later. It's starting to feel good again. Spring's not that far away. It's so nice to be able to look up good into stuff. it and I love and, I and love not have it dark. Yes, and I love yes. that we ended this on a positive note. So, everyone, again, tune in next week for another episode of the uh, R&B podcast. Uh, love to have you join in every week if you can. But if you can't uh, on Facebook, uh, please tune in uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, whatever phone that you have. Subscribe to us, please. Uh, you can find that again on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. The R&B Show podcast, only show dedicated to high school sports, the Fox Valley area in Wisconsin. Brett, show off that gun, my friend. Oh, I'm a little tight today. Here we go. Right oh. on. Right on. Did you even hit it? Dead center. Yeah. That one both of them were dead right. center. Okay. Give me dead some center. love, would you? See ya. This guy's good. I got the golden arm. <laughs>